0: Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now, here's your host, Christy Hostler. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and I'm your host. And today we are still going through catching you up on my story. Quit your job, move to Key West, maybe have a midlife crisis. Who knows what caused it? But here I am telling my story of how I quit my six-figure job in South Carolina, moved to Key West to start over and have a life that I hope I'm designing right now. So, um, We'll, we'll see how it, it ends. It's it's funny because uh, telling a story that you don't know the ending to is a little bit scary. But um, anyway, I wanted to talk to you today. I got you, up in the first three episodes, I got you up to date on where I am. And currently, and so we, what we've done, we've covered essentially from June until the beginning of October. And so... Um, you're pretty much caught up on several months of my life and my struggles and my ongoing uh, quest to find the thing that will actually uh, make me an income. And so I left off yesterday's episode with... uh, cryopop, the cryogenically frozen caramel corn that I'm going to be doing down at Mallory Square. Now, I did get this approved already, so it's already approved. I have not actually been down there selling it as of yet. Today is, um, I'm recording this on October 15th, and I think I'm going to go ahead and release it tomorrow, October 16th. So, you're just at this point, you're you're caught up to real time. have not yet been down to Mallory to sell my product. I have everything I need. But during this time when I've been rebuilding, I had some work done to my food cart because I had mostly rotten wood. And um, so I ended up putting uh, the cart in the the capable hands of a carpenter. And he is very, very nearing the end of the work that's being redone on it. So it looks great. Um, I keep going down there checking on it and doing some work on it myself uh, to, to paint and do a few other things to try to help move the process along. But it's a great Um, improvement over what I had and so I know I'll have a cart that will last for many years hopefully with a product that will last for many years as well so I talked to you yesterday about some of the issues um, that I have or the concerns I have with my business uh, about not having my own traffic and not having my own Customers, so to speak. In other words, if I'm down at Mallory Square, those people are down there because of Mallory Square. They're not down there because of Cryo Pop or My Business or anything like that. So, um, so what I wanted to talk to you about today, and this episode might not be as long as, um, some of the other ones, or it might be, you never know. I might, depending on what direction we take, I've got my cup of coffee, um, sitting here on my, uh, screened in porch. You might hear a dog occasionally. Yesterday I was recording a podcast interview and, um, a little green gecko crawled out and ran across the screened-in porch. It got to one place on the porch and realized it was had by my dogs. And so it sounds like somebody's tumbling. And I just – I didn't even tell the person I was interviewing that uh, – what was going on because it – you just – I can't make this stuff up. So, anyway, hopefully we won't have anything like that going on, but I do have dogs around. There's um, been a few boats go by, a couple of kayakers go by. Um, There's been some rain this morning, so you never know what we'll encounter, but um, I'm here. We're going to tell my story. I've got enough coffee to get me through, so I'm good to go. But um, a couple of the things that I wanted to talk to you about before we get into the actual um, business of CryoPop that I'm starting and that I'm launching, and what I'm realizing over the course of trying to start my businesses and even with this podcast, um, I tend to be by nature a very Self-reliant person. I will do anything I can on my own before I ask for help. My friends laugh at me um, because I will do crazy things in order not to ask for help. And then in the end, you know, they laugh and go, oh, yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't have been easier to ask for help because I it's just it is hard for me to ask for help. And I, I'm sure there's probably a counselor out there that could get to the bottom of that, but that's just part of my nature and part of my personality. So I've come to accept that and try to recognize it early enough to say, hmm, should you ask for help? Maybe now's the time, Christy, you're sinking here. But what I realized, and I started this podcast back in March, and uh, while I was still working a full-time job in South Carolina, while I was still trying to transition down here um, to Key West, and so um, I did everything I could do on my own. In other words, I learned how to do it. I listened to all the podcasts about podcasting. I used all the resources online. And you know what I say, you can learn how to do anything from YouTube and podcasts. So I learned how to podcast by YouTube and podcasting, uh, listening to the episodes about podcasting. And so I did a lot by myself. But what I'm beginning to realize is I have just now in this time that I've had as I transition down here trying to get my local business started, I have had some time to really put into some resources for my own growth and development. And that means I have invested in myself. I have actually paid money for several different programs to help me Um, connect me with a podcasting network, also to help me um, with uh, even just with a lot of marketing and and those types of tasks that will come up as I go through either uh, working on my podcast or my local business. But the other thing that I will tell you is I have just recently... In complete random happenstance, been able to join a mastermind group of a friend um, from my church who is also a very, 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 very smart businesswoman, and she has a thriving business and just has a lot of ideas. And I noticed her encouraging me um, at when I would see her, and she would ask how things were going, and she'd say, "Well, have you tried this? And have you tried that?" And she had ideas that were not the typical, you know. Uh, Bystander type ideas. They were like business people ideas, <laughs> you know. It's like she was kind of like speaking my language, and so um, eventually uh, we we connected, and I was able to join a mastermind group that she hosts um, and it, it sit in on several hours worth of discussions with three or four other business owners. And so, what I will tell you is, if you have the desire to move from worker and employee to small business owner, self-employed, entrepreneur, um, from one of those categories to the other, if you have that desire within you, let me say this from experience, you cannot do it by yourself. Let that sink in. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. You can't do it by yourself. I tried, but what I realized eventually is that I had gone as far as I can under my own power. I had gotten every bit of resources that I could squeeze something out of and used it. I had gone down that road and I still wasn't getting the results that I wanted. So then it took me having to look beyond myself and having to join these groups or invest in training and invest in being around smarter people than me, because there are a ton of them out there, right? Half, more than, probably more than half the population is smarter than I am. And so it took me investing in those before I realized even really how much I didn't know. And so and so, I've seen now if I could go back and undo my podcast and start it all over and relaunch, I would do it in a completely different way. You never know. I might still decide to rebrand and relaunch at some point in time based on all the new things that I know. I'm continually learning every week. I'm, I'm having these meetings every week that I'm uh, listening and learning and gathering information to help me. But it's to help me with the podcast and with my local business. And so I will say, and especially I tend to say this over and over. Um, I think, um, with women, sometimes we feel like we have to prove ourselves. We also, there might be some self-worth issues that feel you makes you feel like you, um, might be imposing on someone if you ask them for help. It makes, um, it, it can also make you pull within yourself and, and become frustrated and burned out if you don't ask for help. So um, if you want to make the transition, you have the ability to take all the action you need. And there are plenty of people that will help you. And my experience is that people are willing to help those that will take action. You can talk about a business all day long. You can brainstorm ideas all day long. But until you actually put yourself in the position to take action, you're never going to get anything accomplished. For me, I'm one of those that I have to take radical, radical action. And I have to hold myself accountable day after day. And I have to say I have to do a podcast every single day. Or it doesn't get done at all. Or I have to say I need to do five things to deal with this business. Every single day, or I don't get anything done because it's just too easy to get distracted by the shiny objects. So during this time, I have been reaching out and um, dealing with other people, and I will tell you, it's helped me in more more than just the information they've been able to give me and their depth of knowledge about business that I don't have coming into me a complete newbie. But um, it's also validated. I mean, I I will be honest with you, when I got on the mastermind call and was talking to people and it was my turn to share my business, that was hard for me because I, I, number one, is it a business if it's not making any money yet? Well, there's, there's, you know, that, that debate is open, right? You can, there's a lot of failing businesses around, and sure, yeah, they're, they're businesses, but I, I don't feel like it's a valid business. At the same time, my businesses are not solving the problems of the world. I mean, I am not doing something that's going to save lives. I'm not doing something that is going to uh, eradicate cancer or anything like that. I mean, so I don't have these huge, you know, save the world ideals behind my businesses. But what I do want to do is provide a fun experience for people with my cryo pop. I want to enhance the environment that I'm in, um, and, and make people have an experience that's memorable and something that they will enjoy and something that make will make them say, "Oh my gosh, I've never seen that before." And so. Those are not in and all, you know, noble aspirations, but they do impact people's lives and people's quality of life. At the same time, I'm very conscious of the relationships I am building. I love being down at Mallory Square and meeting people and talking to them about where they're from. And we share stories and you find out they have, uh, we have, you, you have something in common. Somehow, whether it's the place they live or the job they do or something, you find some kind of commonality. And before you know it, you start sharing your stories and everybody's got a story, right? So um, I love being down there and I love doing that. I love talking to people. So I'm real conscious about those interactions and even the interactions with the other vendors. There are some vendors that are prickly, let's just say that. Um, and I don't think they enjoy being down there. But I want to enjoy every single relationship that I have down there, from the vendors to the customers and to the, um, you know, anyone else that I would encounter down there. So anyway, with that being said, I found when I had to expose my business on the mastermind call that we were on, um, I found it remarkably remarkably validating because immediately people were saying, oh, wow, that sounds neat. Have you gotten it trademarked yet? Is it something you need to get a patent for? I mean, there was this whole level of discussion about my business in a very legitimate way that I had never, ever even thought about. And I didn't really feel like a completely legitimate business owner, you know, at this point. And, you know, it was interesting because I was also reading and I was um, telling uh, my partner, Allison, the other night, I was reading an article We've got so many political season. I was reading an article about the the different the two governor candidates that we have that we'll be voting for shortly, and it was interesting to me because they were talking about the financial disclosure and their their business uh, backgrounds. And one's a trial lawyer, one comes from big healthcare care business. And you know these people are you know have a net worth much higher than I will ever aspire to. But it was interesting because I read in the article that the one of the candidates is has a certain amount of wealth attached to his name that came from his wife's side. And it, the article went on to say that his wife was a multi... <laughs> I laugh when I say this and I don't mean to, but it was just, it, it made me so happy. Um, his wife had made, become a multi-millionaire from a family business are you ready for what the family business is? Selling Halloween costumes I was so relieved. I cannot tell you how relieved I was because I thought, you know what, here's somebody that says, you know what, we took entertainment and we took something as crazy as Halloween costumes and we built our fortune on it. Now, I'm not looking to build a fortune. I just need my income. I just need to replace my income in order to maintain my, uh, my home (laughs) and by lifestyle I don't have new cars or anything like that I just uh, have a huge mortgage payment that I've never had before but here's the thing every business is gonna have different characteristics and for me it took it took me seeing other people validate my business before I really legitimately felt like I had a business I also found myself going to a networking event on Monday night, and it was a girls' night out, a women's type thing, and women from all over the the keys were there, and it's always very interesting because you have to explain what you do, and whenever, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I almost... In, in Facebook, whenever you, you ask for a relationship, it's like, you're, you're single, you're married, you're divorced, and I think there's also an it's complicated. I, I wanted to check the it's complicated box for what I do, and You know, I I am an aspiring entrepreneur. That's what I am. And I've got to figure out a way to make these businesses work. And these um, endeavors that I'm doing, I've got to make them a success. And so that's what I'm on the quest to do. And so um, I just wanted to encourage you with that, that if you are trying and you haven't yet reached out, get a mentor, join a mastermind group, somehow invest in yourself. You might need to pay a little bit of money. It might be money that you don't really have. But if you don't get in there and get and use the network of people because it comes back in business to who you know. Those relationships are so critical. And who you know can determine where you will go in your business. And so do what you need to do to go ahead and start establishing that from the beginning. But anyway, in the the mastermind group that I'm in, the um, leader of the mastermind group and our husband both have businesses, and they're very opposite in the way they do business, but they gave me some really, really good ideas, and, and the husband is very guerrilla marketing kind of um, you know, that that's his his philosophy and he's like, you know, get it out there, break the rules, do whatever. And so what I have realized is that no one is going to come down and well, I'm sitting at Mallory Square and give me the blueprint for, for success and say, Oh, you're in step number three of the process, and once you get to step number five, you should be fine. I am having to make my own playbook here. But here's what I can also tell you is that the things that are working down there many times are working by complete luck and many businesses will tell you i just got in at the right time i started at the right time i was introduced to the right person at the right time and you know all this but it it is complete random uh the randomness of the universe that some of those businesses are successful i want a business that was designed to be successful so To refresh your memory, cryopop is my cryogenically frozen caramel corn. So I have the caramel corn already made, um, been working on that and then I take it down to Mallory Square and then at the point in time somebody would order it, then I would make the caramel corn uh, into the cryogenically frozen caramel corn right in front of them by adding liquid nitrogen. Now this has got to be an experience. Uh, it is fun. It is so much fun to make this stuff because you're putting in the liquid nitrogen and all of a sudden there's this beautiful cooling vapor that comes out of the bowl like smoke. And it's awesome. It is fun. You're, when you're hot and sweaty, there's nothing better than to be enveloped in this vapor of coolness that is just fantastic. And so I am trying to make this caramel corn an experience that people want to be a part of. So I am using, um, it's got to be a show, so to speak. I am using acrylic, uh, clear acrylic utensils and bowls so that you can see the caramel corn the minute it gets in the bowl. I also have um, a lighted base that changes color. So in once it once it gets dark, once the sun goes down, The people that order the caramel corn, there's this, you know, it's when you're making it, you'll have these different color lights that the smoke picks up, and it turns it into this really cool atmosphere. And then I give you a smoking cool cup of caramel corn, and you eat it, and when you eat it, you can blow smoke out your nose, you can blow smoke out your mouth. It's just all the interaction of the deep freezing with your body temperature, the moisture in your mouth, and it's fun. So what I wanted, I wanted something that people would buy and turn around and take a selfie of. I wanted a little bit of the virality factor with what I'm doing. Now... Because of some ideas I got on my mastermind, I'm doing a couple of things that nobody else down at Mallory Square does. Um, They all have their own vendor uh, sections, like little six by eight foot sections, and they can put whatever signage in that area. You can't do a lot of what I would call like, Hawking of your products, you know, I can't holler out and be like at the ball games, you know how they do like uh, hot dogs. Get your hot dog. I can't do any of that, right? It's not. It's not a stadium, right? <laughs> so uh, you have to be mindful and respectful that you're sitting right, standing right next to people that are also selling and, and showing their wares as well. So what I've decided to do, and this is largely based on some of the ideas from my mastermind, what I've decided to do is everyone that buys my cryopop and i also wanted to say this before i even preface this by saying um anything a little bit risque always gets a little bit of a chuckle or whatever or it gives it, it just it makes people want it for some reason you know if you have something that has a double meaning or something like that so i have got stickers and everyone that buys my cryopop will have a sticker that they can wear, and it just says, I got smoked at Mallory Square, right, because the, the, I'm playing on the whole smoke thing, and they're going to get one of those, and they're going to get, and they'll be able to wear it, or whatever, I'll, I'll give it to them, and, and They've officially been smoked at Mallory Square. Now we're using that tagline. I mean, I could. There's so many taglines I can use, and I, I do use them in on our website and some things like that. Coolest snack ever. We are the coolest snack ever, just because the temperature is so you know negative 200 and something degrees. When have you eaten a snack that cold, right? So there's a lot of different taglines and, and plays on it that I can do, but we're using that Get Smoked at Mallory Square as one of our marketing taglines for the venue. So I've got stickers, and I'm going to be um, next week, um, and, and again, you've got rules down at Mallory Square, right? Every organization has the rules. I cannot, nothing down at Mallory Square can be sold that is not made by you, whether you're an artist or a a food vendor or something like that. It all has to be handmade by you. And so I am going to, um, I can't sell t-shirts, but I can give them away. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be making a, you know, you can get the normal cryopop or you can get the whatever whatever I decide to call it the jumbo or something and it will be the cryo pop and a free t-shirt and you know what the key t-shirts gonna say you got it I got smoked at Mallory Square they'll say that on the front of it I'd like to put a QR code on it so people can scan the QR code and no matter where they're wearing their shirt they can scan their QR code take a selfie I'd love for people to scan a QR code it goes right to our Facebook page and they take a selfie and be like, look, I got smoked at Mallory Square t-shirt. I'm wearing it at the Eiffel Tower or I'm, here I am at the Hoover Dam or, you know. And so all over the world, you have people with these t-shirts on just scanning your Facebook page, taking a selfie. And there they are. And you can pin them to uh, your map and see how far uh, reaching it is. But on the back of the t-shirt, it'll say on the front, I got smoked at Mallory Square. With the QR code, and then on the back of it, it'll say Cryo Pop, a Key West original, and it's going to be a nice T-shirt, um, the kind that are uh, very popular right now. Um, it's going to be a cool design, and so what I'll do is essentially give those away. Now I've thought about it too. If somebody says, and they they come and say, "Kristen, you you can't, you, I know you're not selling T-shirts, but you can't even give them away." Well. If I can't give them away on the pier, I can always give you a voucher and you go right off pier for someone that I would have sitting over there with the T-shirts waiting to give you a T-shirt. So either way, I've got some ways around it that I can accomplish it so before long and you know it might even be the type thing where you know there's a a different shirt we do for every year and if you come back another uh, another time and you're wearing my shirt I'll give you a free one or something I don't know what I want to do with it but I know that I want a lot of customer interaction and I want getting smoked at Mallory Square to be something that people want to do in a fun way it's just I mean I'm not trying to be rude or or anything like that or, or dirty but I think it's just a fun, fun thing and it's just something a little bit neat, but it's something nobody else is doing. And nobody else is doing anything to market their brand beyond those people that are in front of them right at the moment they're going to make the purchase. So I'm trying to do this at the same time. My goal is to get out and develop a following within the community where I can set up catering events and I can do parties, I can do um, events, I can do um, any, go go to any place uh, that would want cryopop and set it up and either sell it or have it paid for and done on a catering type basis where you tell me how many heads and I give you a quote and, you know, it's, it's taken care of, included with the, the, the cost of the party or the coming in and that sort of thing. So um, my goal is to do all of that with this business and I think it is unique enough um, because people can't just get liquid nitrogen it's very difficult to get for the home cook so they're not just going to be making this kind of stuff in their own kitchen. Now if they're a chef or something like that they may have access to it and I will tell you I do have a boat coming down the canal so you'll probably hear a little bit of extra engine Um, boat motor noise or whatever but um, anyway so I think that this is unique enough that it will make people want to do it my price point is five dollars it's easy five dollars is easy it's also um, convenient for me not having to make a lot of change and stuff like that Um, and I think five dollars is pretty reasonable for uh, what they would be getting Uh, my cost is Kind of high for one of these type products, mainly because of the cost of liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen costs um, in in Key West where I get it, four dollars and eighty cents a liter. So it is more expensive than say gasoline, because uh, right now you can get gasoline for about three twenty-five a gallon here, um, and so um, it's four eighty a liter. So there is a little bit of an expense there. Um, and so my price point of five dollars for a regular should be should be completely adequate and I also think you know if I was in a place where I was a tourist and I have been before. You know, I I moved to Key West after I'd been here on vacation several times. And when I was down at Mallory Square, I was thirsty, wanted something, gosh, couldn't find bottled water anywhere. Now I know why, because no one's allowed to sell it because they don't make it, right? Um, But if I could sell bottled water down there, my house would be paid for tomorrow because everyone wants it down there, but you can't sell it. So we bought pineapples we bought smoothies we bought the pine when I say pineapples pineapple drinks that are down there um and so we bought those things and really there wasn't a big we weren't being real conscious in our minds to say hmm eight dollars or ten dollars for a pineapple drink that's kind of high isn't it when you're talking about no alcohol whatsoever I'm talking about ten dollars for a pineapple drink that is just the insides of the pineapple blended up with coconut water you know so um So people, I don't think, are necessarily that concerned about the price point whenever they're dealing with an experience like that or something neat. I wanted to keep it reasonable. I'm always one that would rather be fair with um, my customers and give them a fair um, product and a fair price than to try to gouge tourists. Nothing makes me um, more angry and even sad whenever I see... Uh, many stores in the the tourist area that are, uh, I don't want to say playing on tourists, but I just, I don't like that. I don't like the let's take advantage of tourist mentality. I know um, Americans get it enough many times when they go overseas. Um, They get taken advantage of and kind of get in a situation where you have to pay your way out of uh, a lot of situations. And I don't think in our own country we should be doing that to each other. And I want people to enjoy and love the experience of Key West. And so um, I don't ascribe to that. There might be other people that do, but it's just um, I think I think with the way I have it set up, and I would be open if any of you have ideas for marketing and the virality of uh, trying to use social media for selfies. I have even thought about um, I've got several tripods and flip cameras, uh, flip cameras, uh, video cameras and stuff like that Um, I've actually thought about taking them down and setting them up beside my food cart and having people, um, you know, having people do crazy things with the smoke right into the camera and filming it and then, you know, cutting all those in and making um, some promotional videos. I'm definitely going to be getting on YouTube because um, I'm going to film some every night down there. I'm also moving, I generally post a lot of sunset pictures on my personal Facebook page. All of that will be moved to my Cryopop website, uh, or not website, but Facebook page as well. So i um, going to be trying to get all that up and running. I'm working on the website right now, cryopop.com, C-R-Y-O-P-O-P.com. It's uh, very bare bones right there now. Every day I keep adding a little bit to it. I'm working on the Facebook page. The Facebook page is actually uh, Cryopop. No, it's actually Cryopop, but the Twitter is, is Cryopop Key West because someone already had Cryopop on Twitter. So um those are the places you can find us but those social media avenues are going to be so instantaneous because every single night I'm going to be taking pictures as we go along I'm going to be doing some videos and those things will be going to Twitter they will be going to Facebook and um, really trying to socialize and get my customers involved with what we're doing I'm going to have the most scenic office in the country you cannot tell me that when I say office I mean food cart. Uh, My job is going to be at the most scenic place in the whole entire United States. And every single night I see most of the time an award-winning sunset. And so you will see pictures and you will see people and you will see customers. And I think that by those interactions, I will be building um, a little bit of user engagement through my social media. I want people to you know do crazy things with the vapors coming out of their mouth let me get a picture of it and then uh, go in and tag themselves on my Facebook page or find my Facebook page to see if their picture showed up and see how it was and then maybe they want to borrow it for their Facebook you know I want that whole thing and I don't necessarily aspire or claim to be any kind of a social media guru um, I haven't gotten that far with it yet. Some people are. Some people naturally engage users, but here's what I think. I think that whenever I can make my Facebook page, my CryoPop Facebook page and my CryoPop Twitter about my customers and their experience, then it will naturally cause them and cause people to want to interact. It's not about cryopop, it's about the experience that my customers are having. And so that's kind of the philosophy and the angle I'm going to take doing this. And again, no other place down on Mallory Square has a Facebook page for their um, individual food cart. There is a Mallory Square Facebook page, Um, there is a Sunset Celebration Facebook page. no one has their own website. I mean, a few of the, the crafters have their own website because they are also selling many times their crafts on their website. But at the same time, no other food vendor is doing anything like that down there. Nobody is, um, nobody is doing anything to make a buzz about their food. Food cart, and I want to do it in a way that's non-threatening. Me giving a sticker to somebody that says I got smoked at Mallory Square and having them wear it around um, is just something that I um, I want them to feel, you know, eh, engagement on. But at the same time, I don't want that to be threatening to the other food vendors. Um, the way that I mean, I'm not going to try to steal anyone from their line or be aggressive. It's it's just a it's a fun way, and it's a way to get my customers involved. And so so that's where I'm going with it that's what I'm doing. Um, I'd love to hear any of your ideas. Um, You can contact me on facebook.com forward slash cryopop c-r-y-o-p-o-p um, you can also contact me through the Big Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. You can contact me, uh, Christy Hostler on Facebook. I mean, if you want to get in touch with me, you can definitely get in touch with me. Um, but I'd love to hear your ideas, um, anything you think I should be doing. Um, I am really wanting to make a production out of Cryopop because it's fun. It's fun for me to do it. It's fun for the customers to eat it. Heck, it's fun for me to eat it. I haven't gotten tired of it yet. And believe me, I've eaten a lot of caramel corn in the last few weeks. So I still love it. And I love um, the possibility of all the things that we can do um, with the liquid nitrogen. And I can add some different flavors. I know um, I haven't figured out how to do it yet. I haven't done it yet. But I know that once my caramel corn gets made and dried, that it can be drizzled with chocolate and other things like that that could add some different flavor profiles in there. So eventually I want to expand and do that kind of thing. But anyway, that's where I am. And, of course, whenever I told you at the beginning that this podcast might not be as long as the other ones, who knew it would go even longer? But um, I wanted to get you caught up on where I am. It is, today is Wednesday, and I'm expecting by Saturday night to be down at Mallory Square. So this podcast will go... Um, live tomorrow, and um, then I have another uh, interview podcast that's going to be a couple of, of parts: uh, part one and part two, um, with a great entrepreneur. And then um, next week, I can continue giving you updates on how it's going and some things I want to do. I want to do um, a lot within the local community, and I might need your help again, giving me some, giving me some guidance and direction. Um, it's instead of, I guess, the singles project, it's like the business project. And so um, I will be glad to take your advice and try it, to come back and tell you how it worked. Um, at the same time, if you are ever planning on visiting Key West, please make sure you make the Mallory Square Sunset Celebration uh, definitely put it on your agenda. It's getting earlier and earlier in the evening because and then we'll have the time change coming up in November. Um but you know what, you're not on a schedule when you're on vacation, so you can always make it for sunset and I will be so mad if you don't stop by and speak to me at my CryoPop uh food cart. You'll you'll see us there be down there every single night and um I would love to meet you and talk to you and uh enjoy uh, a special moment with you. So uh, if you listen to this podcast and come to Key West, please come and see me and let me know that you uh, listen, and uh, I'll be glad to. You never know. I might need to make some kind of a special something for maybe a visor or a hat or something for the people that um, come and find me and let me know that they have. Uh, listen to the podcast because those are, those are different people that, uh, you know, that I have a, a different uh, level of, of, uh, relationship with than the people that just, I uh, meet down there at Mallory Square, but I might have to do something like that. That's a good thought. Anyway, so, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing my journey with me. Like I say, this is a crazy time in my life and it was funny because my, uh, my dad called me, uh, yesterday it was, he called me and I, I was doing podcasts and I didn't get to get back to him. So I, texted him this morning and said, I'm open all day, you know, call me if you uh, need something or whatever, and he called and he said, I'm listening, I'm listening to your podcast, and I, um, wondering how the french fries went so uh, I knew he had I said, I can't tell you I can't tell you. you've you got to listen to the rest of them so um, it was obvious that he had not listened to all of it and it's scary to tell a story that does not that I don't know the ending yet I could come back in you know, two weeks and tell you I'm a complete flop and failure again uh, but then luckily you'll be there got another boat going by so I've got a little bit of extra noise here but but then you'd be there to help me uh, get a uh, uh, new idea i'm sure so anyway thank you for listening thank you for actually caring and for those of you who have gotten in touch with me on facebook or twitter and said uh you're gonna make it it's gonna be okay uh i appreciate it i am definitely not homeless at this point yet and i hope to uh, turn it all around before it uh gets to that point so i'm just really i'm enjoying the journey and i am enjoying the fact that you are on this journey with me and um, it's making myself uh, a little scared to be so uh open and vulnerable because uh, I'm normally like I say very self-reliant and I don't put all my issues out there but I wanted you to know about my struggles because it might help you as you try to take control of your life and get yourself in a position to live the life that you want and that's what that's what I love and so that's what I'm going for so thank you for journeying with me I will um, see you I'll I'll give you some more uh, up-to-date stuff next week. And then tomorrow we will have, um, the part one of a interview with a local business owner for you. So thanks again for joining me and you guys have a good, good day. Thank you for listening to the brick and mortar reporter podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.